Show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just called to say. Oh, we had a christening, and she was sitting on my knee when she was about two, and it was a pretty long-winded christening, and I was getting a bit bored, so. Uh, I just give her a little pinch so she starts crying. So I think I am crying. Oh, that is brilliant. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Yes, huge show, Tom. We are so pumped to be here. Um, can I just say... Doesn't it's, sound like it. It's so... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to... flat, mate. Well, why am I starting? You always start the show. Why did I start? Because you told me you wanted to start. I wanted to say it's great to be co-hosting a show with yeah. someone who doesn't mind crying on camera. Oh, don't. I think that's a really strong no, trait of yours. Don't and you I, I was super impressed with you. Are you talking about this video that you've put up today? Of course I am. Oh, my Head God. Head to Facebook if you've got a chance now. But uh, you will, you'll hear about what Tom did yesterday uh, and why he cried. Yep. It'll all be explained in about 20 minutes' time. Yeah. Um, I think you did a good job, uh, despite Ollie, the crying. No, stop talking about that, mate, because there's two massive guests we've got on the show tonight. We've got Luke McGregor and Celia Picola from mm. that awesome news uh, ABC series, Rosehaven. They're in soon, but Ollie, we have a band on this show that has opened for Rolling Stones, Motley Crue, The Killers, Guns N' Roses, and this is Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters. Saying this. There's this band, The Struts, that are from England. Unbelievable, yeah. That they're the best opening band we've ever had. The best opening band you've ever heard. It's The Struts. They're so good. They're going to be in studio in half an hour's time, and we're going to get them to play this song, Body Talks, live. But up next, Dolly, more music news. Hmm. Elton John's released some tour dates. Oh, it's it's incredible. Elton, Elton John's coming to town. We love Elton John. Oh, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Don't get teary. <laughs> I mean, oh, you love Elton shut John. Up, but... Shut up, shut up, Ollie. I'm a bit confused about the tour dates, though. I want to bring it up next. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We got the boys in uh, from the Struts very soon, half an hour's time, which we're very excited about. But Ollie, another music news. Mm. Guess who's coming to town? The Tiny Dancer himself. Elton John has announced he's coming to Australia in 2020. Good on you, Elton. It's good, isn't it? Good on you, mate. Is it a, is it a goodbye tour? Is it? Is it? It's, he's, he's done. It's literally the farewell, farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. So it's his final one. He's getting old, isn't he? Yeah. When's the concert again? January 2020. I saw that announced, <laughs> and I couldn't January help couldn't help but think that's a long way away. Uh, he's going on the Hunter Valley, Bathurst, Rutherglen, Mount Cotton in Queensland, Woodend in Hanging Rock in Victoria, Yarra, Yarra Valley in Victoria. He's doing a whole bunch of wineries as well, which I'm very I'm, oh. I'm a little bit like okay, Elton, Classic you, want, Elton. you want to have a, you want to get on the plonk, do you, and have a little <laughs> bit of a show? Yeah, I'll have work, a plonk half... and a tipple on the piano. <laughs> he's not really uh, doing much hard work, but no. I did see that that was uh, announced late January, like a week ago. Yeah. So late Jan, it's literally a year in advance. That yeah, is, he, it's too much for a tour, that, isn't that's it? That's not normal for, for any gig announcement, is it? Well, it's not normal f- for anyone in general. I mean, do you have any dates locked in your calendar for next year? No, definitely I've, not. I've I might nothing. even be employed. <laughs> like, I, I, I literally can't rely yeah. on having a job yeah, next year. Yeah, that is so true. We're, we're, we we're working in radio. It's yeah. how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, I'm not planning anything. <laughs> I but didn't the, think of that. The nearest thing I've got planned. Yeah, what do you got? Would let's be, look at our calendars. Would just be a mid-year holiday. You know what, actually? Let's do this as a little experiment. Everyone, get out your phones if you can. I mean, don't do it while you're driving. Just jump into your calendar. Have a look now. Let's let's see what the next date is. And is there anyone as planned as Elton John? 
He's got something in January 2020. Let's look through our calendars now. Give us a call, by the way, one triple three five three. I want to know what you've got planned. Yeah. And if there's anything past January 2020, jump on the phone now. One triple three five three. Let's let's see what we got in the calendar. What I've found, Ollie, is that in July, yeah, I'm going to a festival. Yeah, same. Splendor in the grass. Yeah. Yeah, same. That's all I got. Before that, maybe going on a holiday. Would love to go to Italy, but I don't know if it's going to go ahead. Um, so for me, yeah, mid July. That's kind of it. Before that, nothing. I've got a lot of birthdays on. That's so Mother's at- Day's on the twelfth of May. <laughs> <laughs> you already got Jane a present, probably. You're a good yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're half as planned as Elton John. We're we're yeah. actually less than half. I haven't even got plans up to Easter. Like, so one triple three five three. Have you got something planned for next year? Are you yeah. as, are you as planned as Elton John? Mm. What is locked in? How far in advance? Like, do you have the Condoblin Caravan Park <laughs> booked for Easter in twenty twenty one? I mean, that would be. Quite funny to hear of someone who's just dedicated. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to be big events. No. I mean, of course, usually weddings and stuff uh, are booked in at this time. Wedding's one time. of the few things where it's yeah. like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But what's booked in? One triple three five three. It's Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators driving rain here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Why the hell was I crying at the top of a 27-story building? You'll find <laughs> out in five minutes' time. But Ollie, we've, we're asking one triple three five three. We're asking you to get your calendars out. Because we're finding out who's as planned as Elton John because he's released tour dates for next year in January. It's like, come on, mate. It's a bit planned. It, 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 it does scream of, I'm on the way out. Come and, come and see my gig because it could be the last chance to see me in a gig or yeah. just in real life. Yeah. Full stop. Well, I've, we've, we've figured out that in our calendars, uh, July... Is as planned as we've got. That's the nearest event I've got. Same for you. Yeah. Planning that far ahead is a bit of a, is it an older person thing? I don't know. <laughs> well, let's find out. Matt, you're 23 years old. What do you got planned? Um, I've got planned for my four years on a, a cruise to New Mayo in next January. Oh, you got a cruise in January? Yeah. In January? So you're going to miss Elton John's gig? Oh. Oh, I'm kind of happy with that in a way. I'm not a big fan of these. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, happy about it. It's strangely positive. Kirby, you've got something for July next year. Yeah, July next year. I'm right. planning on trying out to be a surf lifesaver down in Torquay. Hang on, you, and you've booked that You've booked that next year? Yeah, because I'm already losing weight, getting myself fit. I'm um, going to start going to the gym soon and um, training up so that I can be a surf lifesaver when my son starts nippers when he's five. Oh, well, I was a nipper back in the day, Kirby. Uh, <laughs> have had my bronze medallion. You don't I, need I don't to wanna, train. I don't want to be much, Kirby. Like I don't want to be pushy, Kirby. It's your dream, but couldn't you aim for this July? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, because I want to make sure that I'm at the top of my game yeah, so that nice. I actually get it. That's you know. Good. Well, yeah. you're saving lives, Kirby. Good on and you, Kirby. Very good for volunteering and your you're time. The best character in Smash Brothers as well. So <laughs> get on you, Kirby. <laughs> what a reference, uh, Rick. When have you got something planned for? Well, well, last year our family's planned a family reunion in Poland next year, in June next year. So from last year, we've oh. planned it already June, oh. June 20. So yeah. you're two years ahead of the game. Yep. Family oh, reunions are one much. of those lame events where you never do it. So when you catch up, you may as well go, all right, well, let's do it. it was so good. Let's do it again in five years' time. Surely no one is booking anything for longer than June 2020, Ollie. I wouldn't have thought so. But Jennifer, uh, how far away is your event? Hi, um, we're going to Japan August next year. August oh, next year. Fun. And flights are booked? Yeah, flights are booked and now we're just looking at accommodation and what? saving up the money. Was it cheaper booking that far ahead? Probably. 
Um, like much cheaper? Like, did you book it and go, that's a good deal? Or did you book it and go, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we look at it now and it's like, oh, okay, well, you know. And wh- why, why book it so early, Jennifer? Um, well, because it's my partner's 30th and yep. you know, we went to Europe for my big birthday. So now we're going to Japan for his and... I know he's going to want to buy all these cars and all these parts back and everything. So yeah, you're yeah, Look, yeah. It, is, it is a fact, Tom, that uh, you book in a holiday like early on. It's the looking forward to it that's yeah. the best part of the holiday. That is a scientifically proven fact. But if she if she's booked for August next year... She's got a year and a half to of looking check out. of anticipation. No, for checking out at work. Because that's all I do. When you've got a holiday booked, you just start checking out. She's going to be checking out for a year a year and a bit. And a check-in online. She's got an hour, <laughs> a year and a half to do, to do all that. Um... This is insane. Mark, your dad's 75. He has booked something for not next year, but the year after, 2021? 2021. Wow. Yep. What is um, it? He goes to he goes down to the Highland Games every year in Bundanoon, in the southern in the southern Highlands of New South Wales. Yeah. Um, and because it's such a popular event, um, you know, being all things Scottish and yeah. you know, yeehaw, we're fun because we're, 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 you know, we're totties. Um, sure. Yeah, it, he has to book his hotel. He's got to has his hotel booked at least that, two years in advance. That's insane. That is that's actually insane. So this year when he goes down, he will book for twenty twenty two. And he, are you going as well, Mark? No, no, not good enough. For no. You. Oh, no. Look, Mark, I don't want to be no. harsh, but no. is he going to make it for twenty twenty one? Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> oh, he's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> Right, never say. Why would you? What? Well, he's seventy-five. Why would you say? He's seventy-five, Ollie. He's people last for ninety, hundred years these days. You at Tom and Ollie, Triple M? We have questions. What the hell, man? What are you thinking? I don't know. Rock's greatest hits here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, late last week, we got an email, the two of us, Mm. uh, from a group Altitude Shift, saying, uh, "Hey guys, do you want to abseil down a twenty-seven story building?" Uh, that's the, that's the opportunity. Yep. Would you be keen? Yep. We we both quickly said, "What do we think?" I reckon yep. Tom. I said Tom should do it. You said, "Well, well, well." First of all, don't you dare lie because on a fr- we got this email on a Friday, and you do not look at your emails on a Friday. You're off gallivanting around, probably so, at wineries what, or something like this. Whatever. The, the point is, you 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 did it. I did it. I responded to the email going, yeah, this will be easy. I'll, I'll you jump did. on the building. I'll so jump yes, on the building. I'll upside down. So fine. yesterday, we uh, we headed down there with yep. the cameras into yep. the CBD, found this very tall building, and you were there uh, ready to go with alongside three models, basically. Yeah, models. Cameras were taken along. We filmed the whole thing. That's the fine. whole thing uh, has just been no, posted no, on Facebook. Now, I'm, to be honest, what? pretty annoyed you've posted this video <laughs> okay. because it doesn't paint a good picture. I haven't said anything negative. Excuse me. Just like in Big Brother, just like in Married at First Sight, just like in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, I'm the guy that's in it, and I I can tell you, you've edited out all the good bits. (laughs) I haven't. (laughs) Look, I'll I'll, I'll play a highlights reel of of what you'll see in the video. Don't you dare. No, no, no. No, no, no. I I don't want to do it, because I... What are you worried about? Falling. All right, we're on. Here we go. Oh, God. (laughs) So oh, I'm gonna get you to step underneath here. Oh, that's oh, no, you're so we're gonna do this first bit now. All right, triple M, you can't cry. You cannot cry. Look, if I was to break it down, Tom, a lot of swearing in there. There's so much editing, there's a lot of editing in that. There's a whole bunch. In other bits, I was like, pretty, you're talking a lot now. You're talking a lot now, okay? At the time, you weren't very pale and you were looked quite sick. 
I'll, if, if I'm wrong here, yeah. tell me. But I okay. believe yeah. as a headline mm-hmm. for the day, yeah. radio host Tom Bainbridge yeah. breaks down in front of models, embarrasses himself yeah. and his colleagues. Now, that's how I felt being there okay. with you because yep. it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, there was literally, there was two models who were female and one guy. They were early 20s. Yep. They were fine. Yeah. They were having a good time. You'll see in the video, they're no, laughing. Don't watch. You don't need to watch the They'll, video. You can go to Facebook now. It's no, at Tom and Ollie. Don't, don't. It's at Tom and Ollie. It's on Instagram as well as a photo. No. Uh, it's all worth checking out. If I'm wrong, what? how yeah. would you rephrase it? I've got four words for you. <laughs> how very dare you? <laughs> Is that it? How very dare you? What? Because, yes, there, there were emotions. There are emotions. I'll go into it a bit later, but my yes, my emotions got the better of me. Yeah, good. You admit that. But I am a man with feelings, and those feelings showed themselves. Look, you know? I, look, you conquered your fears, didn't you? I think there's a positive in this. Don't, I don't, you just don't need to put the video out there. I'm just annoyed. No, go. You got to see for yourself, uh, oh. Tom. Look, you didn't. You didn't. You know, soil yourself. It wasn't all oh, bad. God, I can't oh, God. And Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie. Are you getting paid for this? On Triple M. Tom, it's the season for crowning new bands as the next old band. Greta Van Fleet, uh, <laughs> Greta Van Fleet, a v- very well known. You want to restart? Why? What do you mean the next new bands that are old bands? What are you talking about? Well, in the style that Greta Van Fleet that we play a lot has been crowned uh, Led Zeppelin, the next Led oh, Zeppelin. Okay, all right. I hear what you're saying. You see, you see right. what I'm saying? It's I think a, it makes sense. It's a weird phrase. Uh, well, you're full of weird phrases, so if, if you can get it, then <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, uh, but the Struts are a band that we've been playing. Uh, their single is Body Talks. You can be cool, you can be shy, what you are, what you like. They're in Australia touring with Greta Van Fleet, supporting those guys. Mm. Uh, and I would say, whilst Greta Van Fleet have the Led Zeppelin style down pat, yep. the, the Struts themselves... Very Queen, oh. very Rolling Stones, oh, totally. a lot going on there. Up next, Tom, we've got the guys coming in to have a chat. So exciting. We are real pumped. Yeah. I'm going to start gushing pretty soon because <laughs> I've been smashing their music. But uh, all four of the guys coming in. With Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Tom, this is a real treat and uh, I am at risk of gushing right now because <laughs> I've fallen in love with these guys uh, from Derby in Derbyshire, New England. The name's The Struts. We've got Jed, Luke, Adam, and Gethin. Good evening, guys. Hello. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? What a treat to have you boys. Uh, all the way. Am I saying that right, Derby from Derbyshire? Derby. No. Derby. Derby. Far out. Derby. And I like how we're, we're the new England. I mean, <laughs> I thought England was the original OG England. Oh, did <laughs> Old I, England. What did I say? That you, you said New England. I think that's where... <laughs> That's that's where you've got Super Bowl on the brain. Probably a yeah. brain fart there for me. <laughs> I think um, that's where Peter Griffin from Family Guy is actually <laughs> from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, boys, you come in here, you're full um, dressed up, which I love. Tom and I love uh, guys who commit. And you guys yeah. have got your full aesthetic sorted. You're actually um, supporting Greta Van Fleet, which is the, kind of the main reason you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you finding the touring so far? Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, honestly, I'm... I'm not just saying this, but as soon as we, we came here to Australia and, and, and after the first show, um, we, we haven't felt a genuine buzz and excitement anywhere um, since, I guess, maybe since going to America like four years ago. So right. it, this has been a really special, special experience as of yet. Great. Well, Luke, you're the lead singer, by the way, just so people can get their head around this. I am. Um, now, you've supported some huge bands. I'm going to oh, get to that, Tom. Massive. But I just want to ask you straight up, where the hell do you guys get off writing such catchy music? <laughs> yeah, exactly. for example, you've got the song In Love With A Camera. She love looking at herself, and she don't need no one else. If she is in love with 
And of course, off the new album, Prima Donna Like Me. It's, and of course, uh, the lead single, Body Talks, which we're going to hear uh, an acoustic version from you. But guys, it's just ballsy, bloody, uh, you know, barefaced fun. It's such enjoyable music to, to listen to. To play, it must be just a, a joy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It is for me, um, yeah. depending. I mean, I, I, I really enjoy doing it. I think as a singer, it's kind of like... Um, it's easy to get excited about it. I don't know uh, how excited the other guys get playing it because some of it can be a little bit simplistic. Um, <laughs> Hang on, who's got so, the simplest role? Who's got the yeah. simplest role? Oh, no, I mean, there's, there's a song on, on the album called uh, Bulletproof on the album, which I, I actually enjoy singing. The guys hate playing because it's about four f- notes in the whole thing. Yeah. So, like, let's do Bulletproof. Like, yeah, all right. Can I ask, Adam, uh, Adam yeah. and Luke, you guys moved in together 10 years ago. What was that household like in 2000, uh, 2009? What was that household like? We moved in the end of 2010, but okay. uh, we lived together for three years. The, the, Jed and Geth moved in after... Oh, you all, all living together? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I will answer that question because oh, they God. lived together for about a year before Gethin and I joined. And yes, it was disgusting. <laughs> it was like, I think we had, Luke had two pet rats. And then oh my God. we had there two were three, rats. Three, three cats. We had four cats at one <laughs> point, but he pooed too much, so we had to get rid of him, bless him. We had a visitor cat called Mary. but we <laughs> Yeah, we had the neighbor Francis cat. as well. Yeah. So a creative hub. that's the answer to how we get such a hooky songs honestly there wasn't a lot of work done there was a lot of drink and drugs but you know that was about it really for about two years and then it wasn't really until we came to um the united states that we we really started like grafting like Mm. and and just constantly touring it, you, it couldn't have been the polar opposite from that household in Derby. It was quite funny. Actually. Well, what you're doing is paying off. Tom, uh, we've got a bit from Dave Grohl, who you uh, supported the Foo Fighters, and Dave couldn't have spruced you harder. Have a listen. There's this band, The Struts, that are from England. Unbelievable, yeah. That I guess they don't get a lot of love in England, but in America, they're the best opening band we've ever had. Yeah. That kid Luke, the singer. He's outstanding, It's isn't he? unbelievable. Like, yeah. he'll walk out in front of an audience in like Tulsa, Oklahoma, where nobody has ever heard of them. And by the end of the show, he's got the entire audience in the palm of his hand. And that's pretty massive. Do you know what pisses me off though? Right? <laughs> <laughs> that twat, that who's, kid. the twat who's interviewing Dave Grohl, yeah. right? He works for a radio station called Radio X, right? Okay, okay. You heard him like, oh yeah, he's amazing. He's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That band's amazing. They never played our music once. <laughs> You're kidding. Never. And they still won't. True they, faced. They've literally just passed on the sixth <laughs> single that we've given them. So honestly, big up to Dave. We absolutely love him. But yeah, you know, that you, other you, twat, whatever. Whatever. Well, he's just a radio host. They're all dickheads. No, yeah. no, no, they're not. You guys are brilliant. And that's well, honestly, man, like right. that's why we're here because, you know, like, like Dave said, yeah, it has been tough for us back home. But when when guys like yourselves like believe in what we do i mean god it just it just gives us like a new lease of energy Good. and a reason to live so thank you so well, much boys uh you've got the the new single body talks out yes. can we hear a live performance from you right oh. now is there just any chance you guys brought, brought you know what is everyone tuned up i think so i'm gonna do my yawning vocal warm-ups <laughs> amazing we've got so much more to talk about this is the new single live from the struts it's called body talks take it away boys on triple m Oh, yes!
That is the struts yeah, live on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. Boys, get back in yes. here. We do have the boys from the struts. They're all the way from the UK. They're currently in town. Supporting Greta Van Fleet, Tom. Oh, absolutely. Uh, boys, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, that song, Body Talks, of course, by the struts. You get comparisons to bands like uh, Queen because you've also supported these kinds of artists. The Rolling Stones, oh. Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, The Killers. I believe, Jed, they were your favourite band at one point. True. Um, mine also. So, um, not that anyone cares about who my <laughs> but um, let's but, go gushing again, yeah. double gush. Yeah. But um, to play with these kinds of bands, there must have been a lot of standout gigs. Can you give me one of the gigs that's really stood out to you guys as just like that felt amazing? Honestly, man, um, for me anyway, and, and, and it's probably for the, the rest of the guys as well, when you do those, um, those shows, um, the sheer size of them is quite funny. You don't remember any of it, right? You, you, you I, rem I remember going on stage and then walking off and then you know that's about it <laughs> what that's about so it. Full, it's so full on it just, well it's just because it's <clears throat> it's something you just can't describe when there's like 50 60 75,000 people there it's just you're kind of like in this zone where it's just like everything that you've been rehearsing for is up to that moment mm. um I, well i guess on the foos fighter tour personal hi highlight for me the only reason I remember it, because we did it every night, was getting up on stage and, and singing Under Pressure uh, wow. with them, with, with Taylor doing Bowie's parts, and I was doing Freddie, and then uh, uh, Dave was on the drums behind me. Good. But if I had done that once, I probably wouldn't have remembered that either, but we yeah. did it, like I said, every night. Well, uh, other guys, then that gigs? Um, the first Stones one for me. Yeah. Like we were, we were like a young, naive band at the time. 2014? And um, went out and there's 70,000 people and it looked like, wow. like, you know, on video games where it's like just graphics of the crowd, they don't even have faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And went out and we didn't get a sound check, couldn't hear a thing. Really? And then, but yeah, they pulled the plug on us because we went over time. Oh, no. So we like, were 20 uh, seconds over. You're and joking. It, and, uh, but I mean, at the time, like, we weren't very professional. Yeah. I mean, this was sort of, yeah, as we said before, our sort of US journey. So we didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah. And uh, 20 seconds over, and they cut the whole power, so it's just Geth playing his drum kit. <laughs> 75,000 people. <laughs> oh, we no, we always joke that. We imagine, we imagine Mick Jagger with a massive plug just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Cut it, Keith. Cut it. <laughs> cut the cord. Well, that's almost an honour to have you know Mick or Keith pull the power on you guys. So well <laughs> yeah. done. Uh, Luke, you've got a few ties to Australia with your fashion. I heard that you've, uh, you've got some stuff from Ray Brown, an Aussie designer, mm -hmm. who designed things for ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne. You've also had some stuff designed by Zan. Sandra Rhodes, who formerly dressed Freddie Mercury. Do you think bands are losing that style element these days? Um, I, I think it depends what you what you call like style. I mean, my style, yeah. Um, I, Just I guess to be clear, you've got a choker on, you've got sunglasses, you've got a beautiful. lovely tartan jacket. Oh, I have clothes. Right. I have nice clothes on. <laughs> yes, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess I guess it's funny. I think since the Strokes, since like the Libertines, like. The whole um, indie rock movement that was happening when when we were sort of like teenagers, yeah. I mean, there there has been a lack of like, you know, dare say color in attire. You know, yeah. apart from like yeah. the usual bog standard, like, oh, here's my black skinny jeans, here's my <laughs> black leather jacket, here's my uh, oh white t-shirt. Mum nice. and Sons. Yes. You know, hey, hey, I'm not throwing <laughs> stones here. I'm not throwing stones. I'm just saying. I'm just answering the question. Yeah, like, yeah. I I think yeah. I mean. 
there, there definitely is a is a lack of it. But look, it's good for me. Oh. Good for me. Was the aesthetic for you it's guys? Because it's clearly there's a visual element, there's a performance, a showmanship. Was that always part of your act, or did that come through performing? Um, well, basically, it came from. Well, I, I would say I kind of dragged everyone else into it. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was it was something that I. I'd always felt very strongly about. And then when, when the struts was being formed, it was like, look, you know, th like the music is, is, is one thing, but I think the way that it gets presented, um, uh, th the way we present ourselves live, we have to kind of like approach it as a larger than life thing. And, and we should really push things visually, including the clothing, which wasn't always easy. Um, you know, a lot of people sort of like had something to say about that. Um, but now it's kind of shut like, up. <laughs> who's <laughs> laughing now? Yeah. Me! Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, boys, Luke, Jed, Gethin, and Adam are hanging around from the Struts. More questions up next. Oh, yeah, it's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions for the Struts. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions, and we're so lucky to be joined by Adam, Gethin, Luke, and Jed from the Struts. They've got a great album out called Young and Dangerous. It features the single Body Talks, which... We just heard it live, but um, we've also just heard word that you're finishing off your Australian tour and Greta Van Fleet have had to cancel their Melbourne show tonight. So you're playing at Cherry Bar, but this also happened in Brisbane. What what happened? Why, why did they have to cancel? Um, yeah, um, they cancelled because uh, a couple of the guys were ill. So um, yeah, there's, I mean, a lot of people have travelled quite far and we just thought we'd try and do anything we could to try and make it up to them. So we just uh, ended up finding uh, this guy who was a fan of Greta and ourselves and uh he gave us lent us some a pa system and some guitars and oh, we wow. just went across the street and played at this like pub basically and Incredible. to anyone that may you know that made the journey and you know just tried to give them a you know a I don't know booby prize I don't yeah know. totally <laughs> a what prize <laughs> wow wow yeah. well you're also uh going off to the uk you're going back home then you're going to the us then you're going to japan when does touring stop for you guys probably when i pass <laughs> Wow. And I pass on into the next world. <laughs> As you rocked up, you were doing a few yawns. Does it get catch up to you a bit sometimes? No, no. Sleep when you're dead. That was a vocal, 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 vocal warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep, keep the image strong. Well, we, well, we are hoping for an Australian tour of just the Struts. No Grove and Fleet. We want the Struts back in Australia doing yeah. their own tour. Can we expect that? Yes. Yeah. We yes. Can. We've really, we really have felt the love here, man. Honestly, we yeah. um, we're very excited to come back. Head, headline tour. We will yeah. come back because yeah. you know why? Because Australia is going to give us our first ever hit record ever, and it's going to be right here Boom. in Australia. Body talks because of you guys, and yep. that's why we're coming back later on this year. Go play the album Young and Dangerous. It's in all capital letters, which is ballsy. Um, but <laughs> Ollie, no, no, no. Ollie, bring up your I've beef, got a, I've got a You've beef got a with beef. people who do um, sort uh, of uh, formatting. Do, formatting. Least, but it's not all that, but it's actually one word. <laughs> it, well, I know, right. I know. At least like, the vowels are still in there. That's how, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Young blood. We it's had amazing. a big... Look, you're... you're Name Tom and Ollie, that's all in capital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good on you. Fair enough. Uh, go get the latest album from The Struts, Young and Dangerous, featuring the single Body Talks. It's out now. The Struts, thank you so much for joining thank us. You thank, you thank you, Thank you. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. So awesome having the boys from The Struts in here. Hey, head to triplem.com.au for all the music news about their tour and everything like that and their album. So bloody awesome. But Ollie... About half an hour ago on this very station, there were some lies being told. I didn't like it. Oh, yeah. You're talking about me crying on top of a building. That's a fact. You cried? Yeah, but I just want to clear up a couple of the facts because you, I, yeah, I don't know. You've, there, there, 
You were very, yeah. you were very mean. Well, sure, but <laughs> see, see if you, see for yourself. Well, I'm not confused about all. Where my voice goes off. This is fine. Not convincing. See for yourself at Facebook. Uh, no. Tom and Ollie, you can find the video there. Don't need to go there. But Tom, uh, the Banking Royal Commission findings came out yesterday, oh, and they're such bankers. It's fiery stuff. Absolute bankers, a lot of them. But oh. uh, look, a lot of recommendations being flying around. Yeah. A lot of pointing of fingers. <gasps> a lot of real negativity. Yeah. You know what? What? Tom and I, you and I are going to step in here and we're going to solve it ourselves. We're going to do what no other radio show has done yeah. and that's be constructive. <gasps> we're going to bond the community back together and restore trust yep. in the nation's banking system. Yeah, that's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And you cried. No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's the church on Triple M, rock's greatest hits. You're with Tom and Ollie. We have questions and Luke McGregor and Celia Bacola dropping by in 20 minutes. Now, Tom, as you would know, the nation is still absorbing the uh, findings of the Banking Royal Commission. Whoa. You've been reading about it, I'm sure. 100%. Uh, now, yesterday it came out, and so news across the day been revealing the findings. Uh, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of anger around the country. There's people banging for blood. And it's not a, it's not a nice thing, is it? It's, it's a no. bit tense. It's fallen. Just give you three of my sort of takeaway points from the Banking Commission that, I, that seem to be the top tier stuff, right? Okay. Money. Can no longer charge fees for services not provided, which is good. <laughs> yeah, seemingly ob- seemingly obvious. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but you I like can't it. do that. Yep. Uh, superannuation. Uh, they are now saying, and in hindsight, it's kind of obvious. Yep. But rather than having heaps of different ones, and you get forced into going to different places at yeah. different employers, yeah. everyone should have one default superannuation yep. account. Love it. Yep. <laughs> Yep, seems obvious now, but uh, it's a good point. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, top one, uh, sorry, yeah. the last one here. Yeah. Some top-level bankers, so the massive bankers, oh. absolute massive bankers. Huge banker. Do face criminal charges. So some might go to jail, which is pretty full-on. And yet people are still up in arms, Tom. People yeah. are still going, not enough for these absolute bankers. Or you, banker, they're saying in the streets. <laughs> yeah, you, you banker. Yeah. You deserve to cop it. Oh. And it's, look, I, I think it's, it's a bit much. I think we need to chill Whoa, out a bit. Really? What, what you think these are these words are a bit much? It's a scathing assessment of conduct driven by greed. I think what people need to do now is judge banks on their actions. Is it enough to, to satisfy Australians who are really wanting the banks punished? I don't Have think so, frankly. Enough? I think there's going to be a lot of consumers banging for blood. There's clearly more work to do uh, for us at NAB. We are taking steps to earn your trust through action. The banking sector must change and change forever. As I said, Tom, bang for blood. Now, look, they're, they're obviously people are up in arms and the bankers deserve to, I'm to angry. get... I'm they deserve, so angry. They deserve to get what's coming to them, Tom. Absolute but, banker. But what I will say is this. Right now, as a, as a banker, if yeah. you are a banker, and yeah. you would know if you're a banker, people are yelling at you on the street saying you're a banker, <laughs> yeah. um, they're copying it. And yeah. I, what I want to not do yeah. is not have a barrage of insults oh, at bankers. Oh, the bankers, Ollie. I don't like him. <laughs> Oh, you're yelling a lot, okay? Which indicates, I'm angry. indicates to me you don't know what's going on. I do. When, you, when you're unsure nah, of what's going on, I've, you start to yell. Mate, I'm across uh, the finance. Look, <laughs> I think we need to lend a voice. Yeah. I should, you shouldn't use the word lend. It's yeah. a touchy one. <laughs> but let's give the microphone for a second yeah. to the bankers. Are you, a, are you work in a bank? Are you a mortgage broker? Really? I think they deserve a chance to go, hang on a minute. Can we just calm down? I'm not evil. Because they're not all evil. It's like, sure? it's like Lord of the Rings. You know, you've got Saruman. He's obviously evil. Yeah. The orcs. They're all evil. They're not, no, no, they're not evil. They're, just, <laughs> they're definitely all, they're no, just the, working. No, this is not a good Bankers analogy. are like orcs. No, no they, it's not a good gro- analogy. They've grown out of the ground. Nah, not a good analogy. Okay. Maybe they're like the monsters in Monsters, Inc. 
Okay, that's like, good. Do you that's know what I mean? Like so they, there's an evil overlord. There's an evil overlord going, you should go scare the children. But no, we're actually all good guys. We're just trying. So here's the deal. one triple three five three. I want to give you a chance, if you're working in the financial industry, okay. to have your quick say and go, you know what, guys? Can I just say, my name's Gary, and I'm a banker, but yeah. I'm not one of the bad ones. Okay. I've just been doing my job. All right. My name's Clarissa. I do mortgage lending. Yeah. I'm not evil. Yeah. So, you know, you can tell us why and why we should be nice to you. Or maybe if you know of a banker or someone works in finance, yeah. you could apologize on the behalf. Because we don't need a pile on. We don't need no, to just pile on. Right. Let, let's okay. keep it positive. Yeah, I like Because I reckon this kind of communication, yeah. conciliation, mm-hmm. that will make us feel better and that will solve the issue in the long term. Okay, fair enough. One triple three five three. If you're a banker or you know one, give us a call. Polish Club, Clarity, new music here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions, especially if you're a banker. Oh, you banker. Now, Tom, uh, the, Royal, the Royal Commission into Banking and the Finance Sector yeah. came out yesterday. Yeah. The nation is still reeling from that, particularly yeah, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> particularly if you work in the industry, you're really mm. copping it, and uh, which is fair because the banks have done some dodgy stuff like charging people who are dead. You know, that's... <laughs> In hindsight, we, we now yeah. look back and we go, yeah, yeah okay, that was wrong. Yeah. You know, we're, we're bad. We're bad people. But they're not all bad, Tom. It's just the CEOs. It's just the so CEOs. So you know, true. the people who are on the ground, they're doing their best work. Is so it- right now we're giving a chance for those folk on one triple three five three, the bankers who are, whilst they are what somewhat banker. somewhat absolute bankers, they are still good people mm. and they just still, still deserve a chance to air their side of the story. To speak yeah. their own uh, mind and tell us that they're not all evil. Mm-hmm. So let's hear from James on one triple three five three. James, you're a banker. I work in mortgage settlements for banks. Yeah, it's a, a few, a few multiple absolute banks. Absolute banker, you are, aren't you? Uh, yes, um, but I will, I will be honest with uh, with a lot of things like the banks will get uh, us, uh, us people low, the low people who do face to face. We cop a lot of. A lot of crap from a lot of people, but yeah. especially in the mortgage area, yep. a lot of the times you can put it on the solicitors, not the bank. Okay, but James, are you going to admit to us now that your sector has been bad? Oh, look, the sector hasn't been good in the last 150 years. Yeah, okay, James, here's what's going to happen, okay? I didn't tell you this before when I asked everyone to call, I didn't say this, but mm. now that I've got you here, James, here's what's going to happen. You're going to say, I'm sorry for being I, bad? Could I just flag this might be a little intense? <laughs> like, it could even... It, we might need a content warning just, on this. No, it's fine. James... I've got a sound effect. All, all, you, all you're going to do is say, I'm sorry we were bad, okay? And then we're going to give you a little smack. And then you're going to be like, okay, I'll be good now, okay? Well, I'm sorry us at the banks have been bad, but we're, uh, us, lo- uh, us at the low will make it better for you. answer back just yet? Okay, bend over. Yep. Good. And... Ouch! There you go, James. Run along now. Be a good banker. That, that's going to make a mark. <laughs> good sport, James. See, that proves that they're not all bad. Now uh, let's go to Josh. You work in, a, in the you work in the home loan department, Josh. Yeah, yeah, I do. What do you want to say for your, your fellow colleagues, Josh? Oh, look, you know we're not we're not all bad, and mm. you know mm. decisions are made by people yeah. above us. We're just like your average. Average guy off the street. We're just trying to make our own living, yeah. and yeah, you're hustling. We're, we're we're probably paid less than you are, to be honest. The banks keep the, you know, probably. Yeah, that's where the profit pro- profit goes. Look, Josh, you know how it works, mate. Tom and I are all about being constructive yeah. and and uh, healing. Okay, but you can't go away without a little bit of no. That. So, Josh, what you're going to do is you're going to say I'm sorry, and then you're going to bend over and you'll get a little smack. All right. 
can I enjoy it? <laughs> no, it's not a spank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so say the words. I'm sorry, guys. All right, I'm bend sorry. over. Bend pull, over. Pull those pants yeah. down. Yeah, I'm done. Oh, oh that was a good one, Tom. one. Oh, I think, I think Tom enjoyed that. No, let's back. Go on, Josh. Run along now. Be a good banker. Thank you, guys. Yeah, good, mate. <laughs> All right. And let's go one more. <laughs> Yvette, good evening, Yvette. Good evening, boys. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you, well Yvette. done. So it took being uh, shamed by the nation to call up, did it? It did, because we've been upset about this for years. We're um, low-level staff. We get directed by greedy, high-level management. But please, I've done this work for 30 years. We do everything for the customer we can. Yeah. We really do. I believe you, Yvette. You, you know, you're on the ground, aren't you? You're at the, the coalface. I've worked in reconciliations for 30 years, so I make sure every cent you give to an insurance or super company gets onto your account or your policy. Yvette, you're a true champion, but rules are rules, and I cannot shy away from giving you a little smack just because you've been a good banker. Okay. But I've got to sit in my car and drive home. I've no, just not no, got no, no, Yvette, you know the Yvette, rules. You deserve it. Would you, would you rather no. on the hand or on the bum? Which one? On the hand. On the hand. Okay, All right, put well, your hand out. Here we go. It's my oh. Oh, I'm sorry. That's going to make a mark. But lucky I don't drive a manual anymore. <laughs> oh, good on you, Yvette. You keep being a good banker, all right? Thank you. All right. Well done. I think we've got you, respite now with the bankers. You I pack think that's of fine. bankers. Yeah. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. I think we taught them a lesson, all. Yeah, wankers. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Now, there's there's no reason why you need to go to Facebook right now. Uh, Facebook, Tom and Ollie. Well, people are. The why. People no, are people aren't. I don't, I don't like this. You've put up a video of me abseiling down a building that was 27 stories high. Well, most of the video, 80% of the video is you crying before you abseiled. Oh. You do, in your, to your credit, you do abseil down the, the, the building. You get I, it I abseil down the, down a building. But most of the video is, just sounds like this. Oh, don't. No, 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 I don't want to do it because I. What are you worried about? Falling. All right, we're on. Here we go. Oh god. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna get you to step underneath here. Oh. Oh. So we're gonna do this first bit now. All right. From Triple M, you can't cry. No, okay. Tom. Cannot cry. All right. So I did cry. Never. <laughs> certainly did. Never cry. heard you swear so much either. I've swore a lot. You you have a crutch sometimes where you get a phrase and you say it a lot. That's called a crutch. Yep. And your crutch on that day was yeah. effing shit. Yes. There was just, a lot. You just kept saying that. Those okay. two words. There's a couple of things I want to run through here, Ollie. Um, the first thing is my feelings and my emotions on the day. Wow. Yes, I was. I did cry on Good. the top of the building. Yep. But can I, let's, let's be honest here. Yeah. That was a natural feeling my body showed me. Yeah. I let it out. I was on the train on the way home. I wasn't, I wasn't shamed by it. Oh, I was like, nah, you know what? I cried at the top. Who cares? It didn't, means, Tom. it didn't matter. You. It didn't matter, Ollie. Actually, it did matter. I was paired up with some psychopathic Instagram models that did not show any emotion. <laughs> there were, oh, we were up there. They, they there were was, twenty-year-old girls that yes, didn't cry. They were twenty-year-old girls, but they're psychos. They showed no emotion whatsoever. You're a model. Your job is to show emotion. What were you doing? Why are you not afraid of walking off the edge of a, of a building that's twenty-seven stories high? Well, they're, they're, they're calm, rational beings. They've got like four ropes to keep you safe. The annoying thing is, today I have woken up. I've got quite uh, quite a strained neck. I've got quite a <laughs> sore neck because I've been straining so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but Ollie, on my per I posted this on my personal Instagram account at Tom Mabridge. You want to give me a follow? And um. Here's what's happened. 16 people 
got in touch, which is a lot of people. Right. A lot of people reached out. I had comments such as, oh my God, it can be scary, but you did it. Yay. You're, yeah. you're such a legend. Try yeah. bungee jumping next time. I had people going, oh, I'd have pooed myself so good on you. People going, well done, well done. Uh, I can imagine. I'm so scared of heights. Very impressed. So all these people reaching out to me, Ollie. There's more this comments. The I can actually tell you one of these on the Facebook page, on the video. Oh, okay. Um, it's a comment from a 10-year-old girl. She used to be the, the daughter of uh, my old coach. Oh, yeah. She said, well done, Tom. Yep. Super brave. So 10-year-old girls are inspired by you. But this is the That's thing, Ollie. Nice. This is the thing. When you, when you put your heart on the line, when you put your fears on the line. Your tears, you know, your tears on the line. No, I didn't, yeah, okay, I had a bit of tears. But when you do that, people listen. And that's why I think I'm a, I'm a hero. I'm a, I'm a hero for doing that. Has anyone said that? Sorry? No one said that on, on socials. They Like the comments, actually well, Jason they, Bailey no. said Tom's a flog. Like, no. Why do we still, we give, why do we still no. give this guy airtime? Okay, okay. All right, all right. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie, tackling the big questions. Have you ever smelt a fish that's freshly come out of the water? Yeah, it smells like fish. <laughs> Triple M. Who would have thought that a TV series would be so funny following a real estate agent? You know what I mean? That's true. It's like, what? If you, if you just put that in front of a TV executives, they'd be like, nah, pass, This thanks. script is boring. <laughs> but no, Tom. It works, doesn't it? Rosehaven is a very funny show. Oh, it's so good. It's back for its third series on ABC. It continues tomorrow night. We're about to get Celia Pecola and Luke McGregor in oh, to have a so chat about good. it. But I would just want to say, Tom, maybe yeah. prepare yourself for some potentially awkward radio because okay. I do want to ask Luke uh, what the most awkward sexual experience of his oh. life is <laughs> after he was in that show, Luke Womp Sex. <laughs> no. All right. Stick around. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Luke McGregor and Silly Bacola up next. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, we're lucky to be joined by two of Australia's rising stars in comedy, or maybe they're already uh, greats because their season, their show, Rosehaven, is in season three oh. uh, on the ABC, and they join us now. Good evening, Luke and Celia. Thank you for Hello. having us. Hello. There's no rules of when a star yeah. has you just stopped keep, rising. You just keep rising, I guess, don't, don't you? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if, if our agents are doing their job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. Just keep on going up. Blame the agents. But you're also, if you are rising, getting better. I you're, don't mind. I wouldn't I'm mind for your rising. whole career to be known as the rising star. Oh, so if someone goes, a uh, star who's reached the top of their career yeah. will not yeah. go any further. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or a plateauing star. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that whole Lifetime Achievement Award thing, and you're like, so am I done? Yeah. <laughs> am I dead now? <laughs> I am I John Farnham? Do I wrap it up now? I'd like no. to. <laughs> oh. My only reach you never Farnham, allowed. You never wrap you keep it up. going. Why is he called Whisper? He's called Whispering Jack, right? Is he? Yeah. I just occurred to me the is other he? day. His name is John. Why is Why is he called Whispering Jack? Is that the most un-Australian thing ever? Is this something with knowledge we're supposed to be born with? It's I'll in, Google it. Do some Johns you. get called Jack? Is that a thing? I do not know. Yeah, because my grandfather was a John, but we called him. You sure his name wasn't Jack? Jack. Well, I called him Pass. Maybe I don't. Maybe it was I an album. Want, maybe I don't right, know let's what call about. Luke's granddad and find out. Passed away. So thanks for bringing that up. Oh. <laughs> anyway, and uh, this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. well, we'll cut away. Um, Ro Rosehaven's known for that kind of humour. 15, 15, 15, 20 years ago. But, uh, oh my God. That's all right. Long gone. Long hey, gone, Luke. And you can't week. remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, uh, I said that trap, Celia. Rosehaven episode one and two last week. So funny. I love uh, in episode one the the cute little pig. What was it like oh, working yeah. with a little pig? It was the greatest creative oh. experience. We're of talking my about two to three times the babe pig. 
Size-wise. Size Size-wise? Oh, okay. Oh. Two to three times? Yeah. yeah. And as a talent, two to three times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah. For like ten. Uh, <laughs> well, that babe could talk, Did so you, yeah, right, we can't yeah, compete yeah. with that. Did yeah. you write the pig into the script because you wanted to play with pigs? Uh, no, it's because it's based on a true story that happened to me growing up because I'm from a small town and yeah. one day there was just a pig on the loose. We found there was really? just a pig outside. So we lived in, look, that's, there's no houses. There's just a pig. That's incredible. And you're like, well, just that's, that's the day now. Just that's what we're doing today. It <laughs> doesn't yeah. happen in the suburbs. So, yeah. And so we just, we just, yeah, that doesn't happen in the suburbs. So that's why. But we do like pigs. I well, we like them more now. And since this, I don't eat, I do not eat bacon or pork. Really? Yep. Oh, oh, wow. Because of this, done. this pig. Because done. it was so Turned, lovely. Changed my mind, yep. I, uh, I, I just realised that I had pork at lunch. Today. I'm going to call oh. Ned and don't, tell him. Don't you dare call oh, Ned. Don't you dare tell Ned. It might have been oh, him. It might have been his foot. We haven't seen him in ages. I, I what ate, if you I ate, ate um, him? I ate crocodile once and oh. I went to a crocodile farm and I swore that they all knew. <laughs> I'm sort of okay with <laughs> you eating crocodile because me? I believe a crocodile would eat you given a chance. <laughs> well, Ned, sneez, Ned sneezed in my mouth, to be fair. So <laughs> This is the pig. Oh, okay. pig. <laughs> the pig, yep. Yeah, um, but no, you're right. I should also give it up. He's a pig. He doesn't know where to sneeze and where <laughs> no, not to sneeze. Just not in the mouth. It's such a small little hole, and you just managed to get it all in there. You know? well, is, is that <laughs> one of many true stories? Because I wanted to ask you. I mean, Luke, you're playing a character seemingly similar to yourself in some ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Celia, you're also playing a a, a lovely mm -hmm. friend, mm -hmm. and also similar to yourself. Mm -hmm. I would say, not knowing you too well, mm -hmm. but um, how true to to life is Rosehaven? It's. It's, it's like the extremes of different parts of our personality. So I'm a lot more serious. Uh, Daniel's a lot more serious than me and a lot less silly in seals. Uh, she is me when I'm in a very good, silly mood. Yeah. But she's that all the time and doesn't care about having responsibility and, and the future yeah. as much as me. It's fun on set because if, if we're tired, which is a lot, um, <laughs> we're, we're on set and then my character just has to be sort of anxious. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm already that's, yeah. done. And then still has, has to cycle up I really do. Amazing it's so hard. But it's also like the... the Kind My of, process, if I have to get into character, is to just do a big, stupid, smart, like pull a stupid yeah, face yeah. and I'm in character. Brilliant. Or go up to Luke and go, hey. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's, <laughs> makes me cry. A, Rolls the camera. <laughs> you stink. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and then action. And then we're on. Yeah, we're off. Oh, that's amazing. Hey, uh, stick around. We've got so many more questions for Celia Bacola and Luke McGregor there in Series 3 of Rosehaven, which you can catch on iView or tomorrow night on ABC. It continues. You're with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions and we have questions for Celia Pacola and Luke McGregor who are hanging out. Uh, series 3 of Rosehaven continues tomorrow night at 8.30 on ABC TV or, of course, on iView. Very funny stuff. I think it's a, a great show and there's heaps of little moments of you guys interacting in really funny ways. Are there many or any weird gags that you guys had that you weren't <laughs> able to get into the show? Like was, almost too weird. It just didn't work or it was like, I wish that made it, but it didn't? Uh, it's quite... It's it's usually the opposite. Usually there's a joke that one of us really likes that does get in and it shouldn't have. <laughs> Go on, like, uh, name one. Name well, one, Luke. I had a joke about um, season oh, two. I, I, had a, I had a joke about um, this character goes, he had a lump in his throat and the doctor says, the lump's caused by anxiety. And he goes, yes, but the lump's giving me anxiety. <laughs> so how do I get rid of it? And it was just, it was kind of this dumb interaction. Yeah. And I, I I loved it. And Seals was very supportive of it. <laughs> but, um, and we did it at the live read 
just got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Who do you live right in front of? A crowd? A yeah, crowd, just yeah. some mailing list people who oh. like the show or whatever. But didn't we end up putting it? Did we cut it, it, it at that oh, point? No, no, it, we didn't. So we still put it in and the I'm show. And I'm like, I still believe in this. And <laughs> she's, like, okay, she's, she's being a supportive friend. Yeah. And it, okay. then at the live, then when we played in front of a live audience, you know, the final episode in front of an audience, no, yeah. nothing. Oh, but no. In front of the TV screen, though, cacking myself. So I think it's got to be it's one of those things that it's a screen. We ended up, like, up having a laugh track just for that joke. I like putting in ones that are so dumb. <laughs> yeah, but and and you know groaners. You know sometimes groaners yes. can give you yeah. real joy. Yeah, the one that I think of is which was our police chief Greg oh, played so like Kim Nucky, and uh, we're trying to find a graffiti thief or something or other graffiti yeah. thief graffiti doer. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and and Emma decides that she's going to become a detective, so starts putting her leg on chairs and stuff, and being like, <laughs> yeah. "Where's the perp?" Saying stuff like that, yeah. and then she goes up to Greg like, "Do you need an assistant? Do you need a deputy?" And he's yeah. like, "Nah." And she goes, "Have you got a lab?" And he goes, "Nah, there's no budget for a police dog." I'm like, no, and I meant crime lab. Good. And he thought I meant Labrador. Good. And that I went like on television. <laughs> yeah. And that's you're the welcome, joy. You're welcome, Earth. <laughs> writing your own TV show. Just well, put, that's put it. it You've got to have some sweet, sweet yep. things yeah. that just make you laugh. The thing that makes me laugh, can I, I'm going to spoil this. It's in this episode. No, go for But it. no one will have noticed. And anyone, only people who hear mm. this will know. So there's a scene where <laughs> the pig is there. So mm -hmm. the pig is spoiled. Everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm hanging out with the pig on the floor. Luke is standing by the thing. And Barbara comes in. Yeah. And Luke's line oh, is, yeah. hi, mum. <laughs> and Luke, easy, easy line for you, Luke. Hi, mum. Hi, mum. Hi, mum. Now, now we think what happened is because oh, no. her name is Barbara. No, but no one would notice until Luke pointed it out when we're in the edit. We we're almost finished, and he goes, "I have to tell you, every time I see that, I feel like I hear myself saying hi, bum.'" <laughs> and uh, that hi, is bum. that is and exactly. And now it's all it, I can hear. It does sound you, like hi, bum, it, but it, no it, one else has picked it up. It won. It's I. I say hi bum. Hi bum. I actually, we will get that. And it got through all the edits, and I, right into the last, like last final grade, I'm like, guys, I say hi bum <laughs> at the last minute when it's too late. Too late. They're oh, going to take our late. funding away. I, I said hi bum. Through all the network notes, everything. <laughs> hey, one other TV show question. I'm sorry, Celia, uh, but uh, about Go back on it. lukewarm sex, yeah. which was a big hit on ABC. Um, I wanted to ask, we do a bit of uh, sexy stuff after 9pm. Mm, naughty after nine, it's called. Often a lot of sharing involved in that and, and even oversharing in moments where you go, yeah. am I saying this on radio? Well, like, he once uh, filmed himself. Having sex? Uh, no, well, just, just by himself. Anyway, those kinds of... Silly's. <laughs> I'm in front of... Lovely. Anyway. Uh, For what purpose? Technique? I, I know. I was to just. Learn to, it felt sexy at the time. I think it's. I think it's a great. You can. You can. You can watch it and get better with each viewing. You know these kinds of things where you go. So I've shared this. It's okay, I'm Tom. So I'm silly sorry. is put a head in her hands. It just no, feels like a sentence that it ends you put, with. Your you, Honor. You, I, <laughs> yeah. It felt sexy at the time. <laughs> I deleted it immediately. I watched. Oh I, you know the, the deal was done. Looked at it. Oh, delete that. Delete that. Immediately. Look, if I, it's. It's my. But I think if people. Let's say. Let's. If everyone made sex tapes and we all shared them around, we could go. Listen. And Dave, love that movie you did on uh, episode two. How did you do it? Yeah. We could, we could all improve. We'd all be better at sex, you know? I wanted to ask you, look, if you had any moments on the show where you were like, I can't believe this is on TV and I'm doing this about... Because it was real stuff. Oh, yeah, from minute zero, 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 zero until the final one. Uh, what was the worst moment? Oh, when I was talking to my parents about their sex life, yeah. I'm like, what? first it was, why am I doing this at all? <laughs> Why am I filming this? Yeah. Can I ever go to Christmas with my parents again? I can't. Oh. Uh, there were many times where I'm just like, this is a, this is, yeah. this is a, when I was walking into a party playing tennis and there was a fully dressed film crew, I'm like, I don't know if this is a good idea for the career or not. Uh, <laughs> oh, guys, thanks for coming in. <laughs>
<laughs> Good night, everyone. Rosehaven <laughs> continues tomorrow night on the ABC. We can catch it all up on iView. We filmed that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's all been filmed. Oh, silly Bacol, Luke McGregor. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks for having us. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. I tell you what, uh, treat yourself tonight. Have a laugh no. and go and see at our Facebook page. It's uh, Tom and Ollie on Facebook, Ollie it's with, with a, a Y. y. Yeah. And you'll see Tom attempting to abseil a 27-storey building. What you'll really see, though, deep down, is a man crumbling, having an emotional breakdown in front of what you'd have to say was just uh, two Instagram models, young ladies, who were quite chill about the whole thing, Tom. Yeah, did that annoy fine. you? No. Uh, well, yeah, actually, it did. Because they were like, they were like, oh, we don't care. We don't have any feelings in anybody. You're psychos. Yeah. They were just insane, Ollie. They don't have. They didn't have any emotion. Okay, Tom Petty. You're on a 27 story high building and you're stepping off it this, into nothing. This is why I say you're not a Leo, Tom. Leos are courageous. I you're a Virgo. Don't get into this stuff. You're, you're, like in, you're intelligent, but you're not a. You're not a Leo. You're not a brave lion. Thank you for calling me intelligent. Anyway, I did like how you said when you were leaving the, the thing yesterday yes. and you had been crying, yes. you said, you know what? I'm proud that I cried. I'm not scared of my emotions. It's just that I didn't cry. I mean, well, I did cry, but I... Well, don't lie about it. You did cry. Just don't watch the video, please. No, do watch it. No, you're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Ollie. Tom. It's time. Time for me to dump some things on the nation. You ready for this? Don't say that. Well, it's time dump? for you to finally do some work, or you're no, just no, gonna no. Mate. rock up and just say a few sentences. <sighs> it's, it's just look. Sometimes I have to tell the truth, and it, the just truth, play the opener. The truth can hurt. Okay. Tom Bainbridge, truth bomber. That's right. Such a waste of time. <laughs> Shut up. I know the nation, Ollie. I know the nation's pulse, and this is where my truths are told. You've already lost me. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm already just, you, the tone of your voice is Shut already up. so disingenuous and unconvincing. Do you remember I've already thrown two truth bombs recently? I can't remember. Uh, I'll remind you. <laughs> Salad, yeah. in my point of view, oh, this, yeah. is an equal third on that plate of the steak. Oh, your bomb. point of view is absurd, Tom. A sandwich ain't a sandwich, bro, unless you have chips in it. So dumb. <laughs> Just so dumb. They're the two truth bombs I've dumped on the nation. Oh. I'm about to I'm about to dump another one on them, Ollie. I'm about to dump another truth bomb. <laughs> Before I get to it though, yeah. here's what I want. Uh, here we go. One triple three five three. Before you do any work, you've just played no, some back catalogue audio. Before you even say a new, one new phrase, mm. you're going to ask for calls. I'm going to ask for I'm going to ask for people to call. You're one, pathetic. Don't. Sh- I'm not pathetic. I've got truths to bomb and dump on the nation. One triple three five three. If you're in a relationship, or if you've been in a relationship, don't look at the clock. <laughs> don't look at the clock. You don't need to look at the clock. What's the one triple three five three. If you're in a relationship or have been in a relationship and you've slept on the couch whilst you're in that relationship, then I want you. I want you on the phone. One triple three five three. That's juicy. I like have that. you slept on the couch? Yeah. If you've been in a relationship, I'm on board now. You're on board yeah, now. That's good. You're on board for me to dump <laughs> some bombs on the nation. One triple three five three. Give us a call now. If you've slept on the couch, if you've been in a relationship. Hi, hopes. Panic at the disco. Don't, Tom and Ollie. I'm yelling. Don't do that. I do that kind of thing. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. <laughs> Naughty After Nine returns in 10 minutes' time with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. That's high hopes, panic at the disco. It's time to dump some truth bombs on the nation. 
Tom Bainbridge. Truth Bomber. I've asked on one triple three five three. If you've been in a relationship and slept on the couch, here's the truth bomb. I want to launch onto you, Ollie. I want to dump this onto you. Have uh. you been on the? You've been naughty, Tom. Ollie, you and your boyfriend Seth. Listen to me here, mate. A relationship cannot succeed <laughs> if you've slept on the couch in a relationship. <laughs> Whoa. Here it comes, the bomb. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Aftershocks. Aftershocks. The tremors. How about that, Ollie? On the weekend, I had a uh, fight with my boyfriend, Seth. He was going to sleep on the couch. Oh, no. We were both ha- had, a, had had a couple of beers. Oh. I was up in bed. I gave him a bit of space on the couch. He was on his phone. I went downstairs. He had nodded off. I was in bed stewing. <laughs> Actually, no, I wasn't even stewing. I'd gotten over it and he'd nodded off. Uh, you were struggling. I went downstairs and went, all right, you've had your time. Come back to bed. And he's like, I think I'm going to spend, I'm thinking I'm going to spend the night on the couch. Oh. This is what I said to oh. that dimwit. I went, Seth, I am not going to be in a relationship where someone sleeps on the couch. Oh God. Because wh- what? You're fa- what? You can't get over a th- the small, yeah. it doesn't matter what the issue is. Oh, yeah. We can spend the night together. Back in bed. Have you ever had to spend the night on the couch? I'm with you, Tom. I never have. Sarah's done the same thing as Seth, falling asleep on the couch. It's not a nice thing. No. But what I'm most concerned about, I hear what you're saying. You're raising a concern about your relationship. No, no, no. no. All relationships in Australia. I'm concerned that you're catching this conversation in Tom Bainbridge Truth Bomber. We need a counsellor here. No, we don't. We need to treat this seriously. No, we don't need a counsellor. I'm just, I, it sounds I like know, you guys are heading no, to the rocks. No, I know the answer. A relationship cannot succeed if you spent the night on a couch. Pat? Have you had to spend the night on a, on a couch in a relationship? I have, but it's kind of by choice. Oh, why? What's what's going on there? Well, two reasons. So, A, apparently I'm an aggressive sleeper. Oh. So, I used to put her in a headlock and oh. I used to shake. Oh. And I, this is all involuntary. I had no idea I was doing it, but it got too much. Um, another reason was, um, say, if like it's uh, 11.30 at night, mm. you've had a busy week at work. Um, and she wants to stay up and keep watching some boring show. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this is just this is so boring. I just want to yeah. go to sleep. So I just pretend to fall asleep on the couch. And then she thinks, oh, he's so cute. I can't move him now. All right, Pat, no. listen to me, mate. Your, your relationship, unfortunately, I'm going to tell you. Oh, no. It can't succeed. Yeah, well, that's an ex, so it's fine. No. Oh, it was an ex. Oh, it's an ex? You're right, Tom. Oh, mate, I've told you. <laughs> truth bombs being dumped on the, on the nation. Stephen, have you had to spend it on the couch in the relationship? Look, I certainly have. I do it on a regular basis. If I can't get to sleep before my fiance, I'll definitely have to go on the couch because she just snores so bloody bad. Really? And uh, I can't, I can't sleep. It's as simple as that. And if I need to go to work the next day, I need my sleep. Stephen, you need to break up. Oh, that's that's the truth bomb, mate. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and uh, I don't think so, mate. My fiance loves me to death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Stephen. Yeah, Tom's pretty convinced here. Matt, you've heard Tom's uh, prediction here. Have you ever it's stayed a truth on... bomb? Say what it is. <laughs> Have you ever slept on the couch, Matt? Uh, well, yeah, and then we broke up. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> that bomb was a bit late. Yeah, yeah, bit well, of a delay on that bomb. Yes. So, Matt, you, you, so far you're saying Tom's kind of right here. Is there truth I to hope it? He's not. I hope he's not because the current relationship, I'm not even allowed on the couch. And uh, I get kicked out of the house. You get kicked out of the house? Yeah, it's a uh, strict Euro family, so that does it for me. But the oh. previous one, okay. yeah. Get on for break up. Actually, yeah, no, actually, I reversed that bomb. 
You're not oh. sleeping on the couch, so you're fine. You can't reverse a bomb, mate. You're fine. Yeah, I can't I can. reverse a bomb. I can. I've got a big magnet. Well, back in I've the... got a large magnet. I do like a skill test of big magnet, and it picks the bomb back up, put it back in its casing, ready for its Where were you use. in 45? That would have been great. Matthew, 133353. Oh, wow. Uh, have you ever had to spend the night on the couch uh, in a relationship? Yes, well, um, I've been spending the last year and a half, actually, on the couch. Oh, that's not good for your back, Matthew. Uh, why? Well, because it's my um, passive-aggressive protest towards my, um, shall we say, significant other who has... Um, oh, what can, how can I put it? Let's put it as a personality... Um, you have to break up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a year and a half is quite a while on the couch. Mate, I'd say I'd call it. Do you like that? Uh, there's, there's truth bombs being dropped everywhere. They're being dumped. Joey, have you had to spend a night on the couch in a relationship? Boys, I would say the key to a good marriage is yep. a good couch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good. exactly right. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. See, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's naughty after nine. Tom, I was at drinks over the weekend, and uh, someone... What's new? Someone sought me out. Uh, They said... Ollie, I've heard you on radio. Yeah. Have I got a naughty story for you? Oh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh, he told me the story. Yep. And by God, it's naughty. Okay. It's shocking. Yeah. Uh, it's so shocking that I've just realised I haven't told our producer, Tom. <laughs> uh, Tom, are you concerned about this? Very concerned. I better tell you first, hey. Yes, please. All right, I'll, I'll tell you during <laughs> okay. the song, and I, but I reckon it'll get to air. What happens if it doesn't? Up next, find out if my shocking story from the weekend gets to air or not. Oh, wow. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And Naughty After Nine continues up next. Green Day. Rock's greatest hits here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Do I need to play this content warning, do you think, Ollie? Uh, Tom, absolutely, Tom. Absolutely. Tom and Ollie, content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's Naughty After Nine. Right, I'll get the dump button ready. If you've just joined us just now, yes, content warning. Uh, Tom, I was told over the weekend this story uh, at a bar. A guy found me out. He said, I heard you were in radio. I need yeah. to tell you this story because yeah. you do a thing called Naughty After Night. Yes. So he tells me the story. and I By go, the way, we've yeah. cleaned up Naughty After Night. Like, we made it less smutty. <laughs> I think, yeah, personally, yeah, like we don't bring as much, <laughs> much full on stuff. But when we hear a good Are you story. Break the rules. When you hear a good story, you got to share it. No. Um, now, I won't name any names, but uh, this guy was telling me that uh, there was a young guy. Uh, he's a gay guy, probably mid-20s, right? Yeah. He's um, at home in the evening waiting for his boyfriend to come home. Okay. And he's preparing for his boyfriend to come home okay. In, uh, okay. in two ways. Don't. Yeah. One in the traditional sense, making some dinner in the kitchen, Chris. preparing some dinner. The other way, Tom, he's preparing for his boyfriend to come home, which you might be familiar with. Yes. Requires a bit of... You know, on the back end. Yes. Uh, yeah. Let's say you know, sex toy is required sometimes. A, a stretching element was it then? <laughs> I don't know exactly what, what he called it, but he was definitely limbering up the back end, mm-hmm. making that sure, making that ready for, for the boyfriend. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's something that uh, both uh, heterosexual couples, if they're engaging in anal sex, would do as well. Yeah. Hey, good point. Thank you. 
getting everyone involved. Yes, on yes. So he's doing that. He's in thinking th- about our audience, which are forty-year-old men. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> Did you think about that when you brought the story. Right. Just think about the demographic of the station, mate. Men love to be shocked, and they'll be shocked by this. <laughs> that uh, so he's in the kitchen yep. and he's preparing, and then he realize the doorbell rings, <laughs> and he goes. Oh my God, I've just realized <laughs> yeah. we've got uh, friends coming over, staying a couple of nights. They're a couple. They're a straight couple, right? He's like, shit. He, he, he buzzes them up. He's in an apartment block. Oh, no. He buzzes them up. He says, yeah, yep, yeah, come up. He's in a panic in the kitchen. He removes the back end Object. sex yep. toy, takes that out yep. and chucks it in the oven because they're about to walk <laughs> in. <laughs> they're about to walk in. He's like, I'm just going to hide it for now. Oh. Sort it out later. Okay. So it's in there. The oven's not on, by the way. It's not on. So oh, it's, he's good. just storing it. He's just storing it, okay? And uh, <laughs> he lets them in. They're like, hey, going? He's like, yeah, great. Oh, I hadn't forgotten you're coming. This is all great. <laughs> all fine. Anyway, they stay over a few days. He goes to work. Two days later, weekend's <gasps> over. He goes to work. <laughs> he gets a call uh, from a neighbor going, mate, you need to get home. You, there's been a fire at your <gasps> apartment block. He, he rushes no. home. No, no, no. Fireman's about the front. Fireman there. With the fire extinguisher? Extinguisher's going. He, uh, and he says, what's, we, what's, what's happened here? He realizes he didn't address the situation. Oh. The fireman says to him, someone's been cooking a dildo in the oven and uh, caused a massive fire. And it, you know what he says? What? Oh, wow. Some people, hey? <laughs> that is just, that is not on. Tom and Ollie. On Triple M. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. What a massive show, Tom. Oh, it was oh, big, wasn't man. it? It was so good to finally meet the Struts in person. Oh. These are, if you didn't hear it, go hear the podcast at oh. uh, what, triplem.com.au. Yeah, and they played their single Body Talks live and acoustic. Because I'm going to be it tonight. You can be cool. You can be shy. It was so nice. All the staff here came watched it, and oh. they were all just gushing about these guys. Yeah. So they're a real talent, uh, the Struts. They've got an album called oh. Young and Dangerous. Give it a listen. It's so good. And we'll keep playing it. Oh, um, but that wasn't all, Tom. I mean, yeah, I Luke and Celia Pacola, of course, oh, yeah. from um, Rosehaven. Oh, they were great. But Tom, to end the show, yeah. we'd love to just give a bit of limelight to Jason. No. Who got involved on Facebook. Jason no. loves to get in touch on Facebook. He's no. gone to Facebook, obviously, to watch the we... video of you abseiling and uh, crying. Why do we give this guy airtime, Ollie? Well, he, he says the same thing about you no. in comments. He says, oh. why do we give Tom airtime? So what you're in a real tussle, you and Jason. Yeah, yeah. But if you haven't seen the video of Tom crying in the building, go and see it at uh, Tom and Ollie. But Jason says, it's a joke from Jason. Okay. What would happen if you hired two private investigators to follow each other? Mm-hmm. P.S. Tom's a flog. That's all it was. Oh, Just my that. God. Just... That's horrible. P.S. Tom's a flog. Oh, that, that's, all... Yeah, that's all it was. A horrible yep. way to end the show. See you next time. Yeah, see you, Tom. Bye. Flog. Bye. <laughs>